independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What's up, party people? An announcement. TV's dead. Digital viewing, streaming, will beat television this year. I repeat, television's dead. Now, talked a bit about it last week. I stress this, I, this, this caveat, live sports is still the king. Queen, royal, non-binary, whatever you want to call it. 113 million people tuned in for the Super Bowl. That's a lot. But when it comes to actual television, it's over. The new king, all hail. Digital, TikTok, Netflix, YouTube, Hulu, you name it, that's it. They still want entertainment. They being you, me, and everybody else. A younger generation, which is really what they... They don't care. I'm 52. Nobody cares about my dollars. Why? Because they know they've already spent their money trying to brand the things that they want me to buy. So they think, well, Chad's going to spend his dollars where he spends his dollars now. I need to brand and build up a new customer base. They still need entertainment. But nobody cares about the, hey, tonight at 8 on NBC. That nobody cares about. We have, I'm telling you guys, the, the world has changed. And it's changing right now. Fast. Chat GPT. Massive. Huge. Digital. We're only becoming more and more of a digital world. And cars. We'll talk, we might as well talk about it now. Kids aren't driving. Young people aren't driving. Young adults aren't driving. Here's a story. Madison Core, 18 years old, in her first year of college, she started the process of getting her driver's license. She was living in New York at the time, got an adult learner's permit, did drug and alcohol training, put 10 to 15 hours in behind the wheel, attending driver's ed classes. But when it came to schedule the road test to get her license, she said, eh, I didn't feel like it. Didn't need it. She's 24 now. She lives in Philadelphia. Still doesn't have a license. She goes, her parents put a lot of pressure on her to get one. But I haven't needed one to this point. If there's an emergency, I'll call Uber or 911. That's, how, that's not how 911 works. <laughs> By the way, if you have a license and there is an emergency, you can call 911. <laughs> If you don't have a license and there's an emergency, you can call 911. If you need to go somewhere and your Uber app isn't working, do not call 911. Oh. Why is some of this the way it is? It's a new generation. It's life. It's new. You know, they point out a lot of different things. And it's kind of frightening. Now, when I was 16... And the moment came for me to get my license. I ran to it as fast as possible because it provided with me with my first step in a world of freedom from my family. <laughs> I don't know what you guys were doing with it, but it was the opportunity. I remember the day. So and I didn't do like I didn't. I, I took I drove one time in driver's ed. I drove one time with my mother. 
And then I went and got my test and I passed it. And my test took no time. Like zero time. We we drove around the block. The guy's like, yeah, you should be fine. <laughs> I'm like, this is solid. And I remember showing up at my buddy Raymond's house later that day. And by then, we, we used to be neighbors and we were best friends. And by then, we had moved to Orange County. He lived in Long Beach. And it was about a 15, 20-minute drive. I drove over there. And he's like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I got my license. We hopped in the car, got on the freeway, and we drove to Northridge for no reason. Because we could. Because we could. It was that sense of, kids are terrified of stuff. I'm looking at this with the whole thing about the getting rid of, of, of TV's not going, people need entertainment. Right. But that's the whole point. Right. You got an entertainment industry. It's just adjusting to it. These kids are there. There's all this weirdness going on in the world. TV, the way we thought about it, dead. We as a generation, Gen Zers, boomers, we got to learn that, look, things have changed. Now, I still don't get why you're terrified to drive. That's a lot of it. Some of it is, of course, the planet. I am very conscious of my footprint, whatever. But some of it is anxiousness. It's a, just a different world. Right. We're not used to that television there it's so funny and i work in an industry where trying to explain to other people who've been in this industry for a while why their industry is no longer relevant is hilarious it's not that what you do isn't important it's just the way that you've done it in the past it's it's irrelevant in today's world kids today think cars are irrelevant Television is irrelevant. I I don't fault them for that. Now, why they think some of these things, a lot of it, you know, it's funny because as much as it's climate change, it's also anxiety. I'm amazed at how anxious kids are. Right? Like, you know, it's like, I now, here's the funny thing. And it's it's interesting, like because we provide. So my son lives in California, uh, San Diego, and we'll get to the insanity of San Diego in a minute. I'm staring at you, San Diego. Wow. Wow. But it's a different world. You know, where I live, I still kind of parent semi-70s-ish, I guess you would say, which is, I'm sure, in some way, shape, or form, probably abuse in today's world. But, you know, the kids have mini bikes, man. My stepdaughter, you know, she lives on the mini bike, and we've got this old, awesome incredible uh golf cart that's a what they it's a harley davidson golf cart actually it's really cool like they can't wait to 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 get their licenses and that's amazing but so many kids nowadays and they're anxious they're terrified you know and like it there's this fear factor but things have changed and we as a nation and as a group i mean you know from between chat gpt i love it i'm embracing the hell out of it but I do my national show like ChatGPT is a perfect example of of the old and the new. I'll embrace the hell out of ChatGPT. I also realize there's limitations in the sense. I know Bing right now. We were playing around with Bing last night. Bing has uh, we're meta testing uh, thanks to, to, to Microsoft. Uh, my uncle and I, the, the Bing thing where you can go online and it's called Sydney. But there's also guardrails on it. But I've embraced it. But. I do my show and I'm blessed. My afternoon show, we got an edict from the company of we're not allowed to use ChatGPT. <laughs> and I'm like, that's really leaning into the world. 
the world is changing. And are you going to change with it? Television, you're no longer relevant. Entertainment still is, but how we consume it is what matters. Driving. Kids are scared and anxious. Some of them are worried about their footprint. But they've also got a world where they live in a world of digital devices. They don't think they need to go anywhere because they're already connected. They, they just don't understand what human contact is and the freedom that comes with it. But watching everybody, it's funny, these, these generational battles that go on. But television, it's nobody's watching it anymore outside of sports. That's what makes it relevant. Think about this. YouTube and Amazon have NFL. YouTube does. Start next year. They have the package. Oh. Kids don't want to drive. Some of that's because of anxiousness. Some of it because they don't think they need to. But that also goes back to their world's changed. They live online. Everything's done online. They don't think they have to. They're anxious about everything because they doom scroll all day and they think the world's coming to an end. That that if you get into a car, we've scared them into uh, you know through helicopter pairing, not want to do anything. It's it's just a, it's a different world. It is, and it's going to be fun to see how the younger because our and and this is the thing that's interesting. If you drop somebody off from the 1600s to the 1800s. Even from the 1200s to the 1800s, there's not a lot that changed. There wasn't a lot that changed. If you drop somebody off from the mid-1800s to 1969, everything had changed. We're actually in that moment where everything is changing in some ways, and the gap between the older generation and the younger generation is getting wider and wider in a very real way, and technology is a part of that. Technology has changed the way that we listen. It's changed the way that we watch. It's changed the way that we're even driving or not driving. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram. A lot of stuff to get to today. We're going to try to squeeze it all in because that's what we do. One of the things that doesn't change is the reality is inflation is real. And people need to figure out what to do with some of their money. Debt ceiling crisis, absolutely in front of us. Recession, potentially. Market volatility, yes, absolutely. How about this? Putting some of your money into the physical side of stuff. Talking about silver in particular. Right now, my buddy's over at Swiss America. Have an incredible deal. It's a walking Liberty half dollar. $12.50 delivered to you. That's $12.50 each. So these were issued and minted in 1916 to 1947, and they could be yours. There's limit 250, and the reason that is is because people want to hold. They want to have a lot of stuff. I've got my Liberty Silver half uh, walking dollar right here. It's awesome, thanks to Swiss America. But I've always had the physical side of coins, in, and that's something I've always done and always will do. Right now. You can reserve yours delivered directly to you. All you have to do is call or text 800-289-2646, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Chad, $12.50 each for the Walking Liberty half dollar for my buddies over at Swiss America right now. Call or text 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Chad, SwissAmerica.com slash chat it is wednesday you know what that means we'll get a little woke san diego this one's specifically for you and your wackiness a lot of stuff to get to this is the chad benton show
Steve Dudo? Yeah. The Chad Benson Show. Intense battles are now raging in these major frontline areas in the east of the country. Russian forces have been slowly advancing, trying to encircle this key city of Bakhmut. Now, seizing it would be used as an important symbolic victory for Vladimir Putin's campaign to try and control the Donbass in the east. Yeah, uh, that is still raging on. It is getting uh, worse and worse. Last week, the president of the United States came out, of course, in his State of the Union and said... Under no uncertain terms are we going to give up on Ukraine. We're with them till the end. We're we're we are not going anywhere. This is it. We are with them till the end. And then in the Washington Post article comes out yesterday, and I was on with Jim Garrity and hosting the three martini lunch for the next couple of days. And we were talking about the fact that while they're saying we're not going to, they also came out and said, Well, hold on a second. The thing that I've been saying. At some point, dude, you got to figure out what you're going to do. We can't support you forever. Now, we can be behind you in spirit. We can offer you intelligence. We can do some things, but the check can only go so far. We've given them $50 billion. $50 billion. That's a That's what Germany spends. Now, our amount of money we spend is almost a trillion bucks, like $900 billion we spent on defense, give or take a little bit. But I'm just saying, we're already starting to say, now, why is that? Well, because I think a lot of people are starting to figure, right, look, this isn't going to get any better. And are they doing this for several reasons? One of which, because so I was talking to Jim Garrity yesterday from the National Review, he said, you know, we're, we tell them we're not giving them stuff and then we give it to them. We're also telling them, hey, uh, uh, you guys are getting no planes at all. But just in case you do, you should probably train. So the Brits are going to train you on Western, <laughs> the Western side of, of, of our, 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 you know, our, I don't know what they're wanting. F-16s and some other stuff. and so, But you're not getting them. But just in case, you should probably trade. This is... At some point, I think what they're going to do is everybody's going to throw their Hail Mary. And we're walking a fine line of this Hail Mary. The Russians, you know, their big thing now is you have no idea what we can do to you. Moldova's, you know, leaders saying, hey, they're trying to plan a coup here. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. You're hearing all kinds of, you know, the, the death of, of, of the truth is the first of casualty in war in any kind of conflict. I, I don't know. I don't think anybody really knows what's going on. What I do know is they better start figuring out some things about, okay, what is your timeline, Zelensky? You want your country back. Well, a portion of your country was pretty Russian already, and that seems to be kind of where it's at. No, we're going to stand with you if they're going to go to Kiev. But at some point in time, you've got to come up with your exit ramp. We talk about Putin. What is your exit ramp? That is that that's the real thought now with him. President Putin's war or aggression in Ukraine is the biggest security crisis in Europe since the Second World War. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Jan Stoltenberg, NATO. 
and we don't want to let it spill anywhere else. The thought that, you know, you've heard the the Chechen leader, you've heard the Wagner group uh, say that, you know, Poland is next. I don't think they want that fight. I think if they would have rolled over Ukraine, like a lot of people, including myself, thought they were going to do. Of course, I didn't think they were going to have the the I thought they were going to have more. Hey, we're with you with spirit rather than here's all the weapons you'll ever need. But if they were to roll over Ukraine last year, which almost been a year on the 24th, it'll been a year. If that was to happen, could they have tried to take something else? It's a possibility. But I think that's a battle they don't want now. But how long are we going to fund this thing is a fair question to ask, because just as much as Putin needs an off-ramp, Zelensky does as well. 323-538-2423. Let's get a little woke straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That derailment in Ohio. You know you're in trouble when Aaron Brockovich shows up, right? Like Aaron Brockovich is there, uh, and it is it is a nightmare. Not getting a lot of press, and I'll be honest, I you know I don't live in East Palestine, but the some of the headlines are like we nuked a town. <laughs> it's like what? They're finding more and more stuff inside of these cars that, 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 you know, when this train derailed, now it's like, well, remember when there was this? Well, guess what? There's this chemical now. People are like, you should go home. And then like, but now that you're home and you've been home for a couple of days, don't drink anything. Well, I've been drinking stuff. Well, you probably shouldn't have done that. The contamination, the nightmare, it is absolutely awful. Erin Brockovich, who fought for clean water in her California town, is demanding the government do more for residents. They were told it was safe to go back. They've been drinking the water. Now they're told you can't drink the water. The governor says he was told the train was not considered a highly hazardous material train. This is absurd. So the railroad was not required to notify state officials about what the train was carrying. Yeah. So uh, vinyl chloride is one of them, which is a carcinogen. There's a lot of stuff on there. Uh, Our transportation secretary, though, he's been busy uh, dealing with the important things. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them. But everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing doing the good paying jobs don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. Yeah, but what about the train that derailed and is ruining a town? Uh, what about that? You're like, it's Trump's fault. Okay. It's Reagan's fault. Okay. But what about, you're the transportation secretary. How are those roads coming? 
Why is it that planes are having so many issues and nobody seems to be on schedule? I'm just asking for a friend called the United States of America. Yes, but you're like, what about racist freeways? <laughs> okay, I can't do this now. Not with a straight face. I know it's Wednesday and we get woke, but uh, people are scared to go to their homes. And then yesterday, right before I left, there was a, another uh, incident here in Arizona, in Tucson. In Tucson? In Tucson. That's Tucson. And there was a... Uh, uh, they shut down the I-10 freeway, and it's still shut down, going in both directions near uh, the middle of Tucson because some chloride thing had flipped over, and it was just again, it's uh, it's uh, what are you worried about? Well, there there are you know people of not people of color on two, there are white people on construction sites. That's what you're worried about? Yes, yes, that's it because there are white people. What what construction site are you on? Because <laughs> you don't know Spanish out here where I am. Hey, you better learn it if you want to be on a construction site. Chad, 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Today is Wednesday, so that must mean it's time to get woke. It's that time of the week where we get you woke. Drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fine. Just my gender is a complete nightmare. You know, trans women can breastfeed, and this is great news. No, 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 no. There's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. I'm Gonzarella. That's the one where Harry waves the magic wand and turns everybody back to their select gender. In this day and age, you can't speculate about someone's sexuality unless they're famous or peppermint patty. It's time for Woke Wednesday. Let's get woke, because that's what we do on Wednesdays. We like to keep you abreast of the things. Not only is the world coming apart because we're crashing trains into things. Man, Thomas Tank Engine would be pissed. Well, just uh, other things going on. Like, for instance, uh, you heard that. My gender is a mess. (laughs) And yes, men can breastfeed. How about have a period? Can men do that? Well. Okay, sweetie. So apparently you're not wanting to understand or listen. Okay. And by that, they mean the person who said period, huh? Question mark. That was a woman towards this trans woman. So hi, I'm mama Rose. I am a transgendered woman. I go by she, her, they, them pronouns. Of course you do. And I can tell you right now, My period I experience every month is very real, very valid, and very painful. (laughs) You don't have a period. You don't have a period. Okay? I don't know what kind of LARPing you're doing, (laughs) but you don't have a period. You don't. It doesn't happen. Sorry. It just doesn't happen. You don't have a period. You, you, You can't. It's it's not possible, but it is no, but it but it's not. It is not possible. I want to be seven feet. You know what? I'm not going to be tomorrow. Seven feet. <laughs> now I can LARP and pretend I'm seven feet. I could walk around here and tell everybody I'm seven foot, right? I could. But what's not going to happen is me being seven feet. You are not going to have a period. Now you may want to dress up like a woman. You may want to uh, add breasts. Uh, you may even want to go from an Audi to an any. 
you may want to do all of those things, but what isn't going to change is the innards, right? That is, you're not going to add another heart or you're not going to take away a heart and say it's the exact same. I'm just, no, no, it's not going to happen. You can't have a period. I'm sorry, Mama Rose. But you know what? You go ahead and keep invalidating trans women. You go ahead and keep telling them that their experience is not real. What experience is that? Again, you're LARPing at this point. This isn't real. You have a mental issue if you believe you have a period. Are you having a phantom pain? <laughs> is that what it is? My grandmother always tells us, my grandmother had phantom pain. She was a diabetic. She was a brittle diabetic. And uh, she was, from the time she was a child, she had childhood diabetes going back, you know, back into the late 40s, early 50s. And, and she was a fit woman. She swam hundreds of laps a day. She was as thin and fit as you could believe. But her diabetes was so bad that they, you know, that for years of struggling, uh, she had all kinds of issues, including eventually she lost her leg. Well, she didn't lose it. She knew where it went. I was with, they lost their leg. Well, did they really lose it? Like, if I lost something, it's like, I can't find my keys. I lost them. Nobody cut my keys out of me. No. She got an infection. That took her. She had phantom pains for quite a long time. You don't have a phantom period pain for something you never had. I don't buy it. Stop with the insanity. We need to live in a normal world. And it's tough to do because we live in a world of insanity. San Diego, I'm staring at you. God bless you. I love you. It's amazing. How about this? All you young, say, 10, 11-year-olds, I have a 12-year-old. That is a tampon machine above a boy's urinal in a boy's bathroom in San Diego County in the Poway School District. And this, in an elementary school, In an no elementary less. school. And I, I just have to say, because this is, uh, this is a new law in California. It's of course it is. Of course it's a new law in California. Of course it is. Because you can't have a boy's restroom because they too may have periods. Uh, this is a new law in California. It's called the men's menstrual act right the equity the equity, equity act equity for all menstrual equity for all <laughs> act of 2021 I, where have we have we lost our minds we haven't we haven't california you have you lost your mind you're insane so a dad posts a picture about this so there is a urinal and it's, and you know, so have you ever, have you ever gone into your kid's school and you're like, I got to go to the bathroom and you dip into your, like your son's, you know, when they're in elementary school and you think to your second, oh my God, I'm a giant. <laughs> I am the biggest person in the world. So it's a urinal for children, which I know they're getting away with in, in for, for young boys, they're getting away with that in, was it New Hampshire where they get just, we decided that boys shouldn't have urinals either. If girls can't have wieners, boys shouldn't have urinals. So we're getting rid of it because we've lost our blanking mind. We talked earlier about people dying in Ukraine, people who are fighting in foxholes. We have got to a point in our life where we are so soft in everything that we have to make up a fight. We got the alphabet army. We have manpons. Because you never know when your nine-year-old boy might have his first P. 
period. I'm sorry, guys. Continue. But the politicians in Sacramento have. And look, again, I always say that you got to pay attention to what's going on in California because California is the Petri dish for the left. They, right. they try out all these crazy policies here and then very quickly they get exported uh, nationwide. So you got all these 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 elementary school kids going into a boys bathroom terribly confused mm -hmm. and this is completely a wasteful exercise by the way the same week that they introduced these men these menstrual products in the boys bathrooms they also did their personal pronoun classes oh yeah oh god it gets better though and i just want to say this because apparently these people have never been around young boys so what do you think when you put the the these things inside of a boys room what do you think will happen to those products inside of the boys' room? I'm just curious. Uh, they continue, though, because the dad wasn't done after he posted the picture. Yeah, you have to have that. That's a priority. Well, they're, they're both. They're the same. By the way, the parent who, who gave us that picture, he wrote a letter to the school district, and they responded, quoting here, Thanks for tagging us, Phil. Under a new California law, the Menstrual Equity Act for all of 2021, all public schools are required to stock the school's restrooms with an adequate, adequate supply of free menstrual products, as defined, available and accessible, free of cost in all women's restrooms, all gender restrooms and at least one men's restroom at all times i got 10 seconds to i i just don't even know what to say it's they're they're insane this is insane this is not real how how do we get here how did we allow everybody who believes they're special to have some sort of of sway on everybody else's life can we not just for a second stand back and just go what the hell is going on it, we don't need a tampon machine in the boys' restroom. And why it matters for the rest of you out there, you're like, that's California. It'll never come here. You're wrong. And you know it. From the pronoun world to everything else, these kids are, are being indoctrinated and, and told wacky stuff and having pronoun classes. And that stuff is all slowly but surely being put into their minds. By the time they get to college, they're going to fan out across the country. And that's why you're going to spend more time in equity inclusion classes than actually doing your job in the future if we don't get a handle on this. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. That's your wokeness. You're brought up to woke speed. It is called Raycon. They're the best earbuds around. I love my Raycons. Now, well, let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm playing a little golf. Got my earbuds in. Let's just say for the sake of argument, playing a little pickleball. Got my earbuds in. Love it. Right? At home, gaming. Guess what? Got the gaming headphones on. Last night, got home. My wife was cooking. What we do? Had the speaker rocking out. It was awesome. Raycon makes everything you need when it comes to quality audio like you could not believe at a price that's right. Anywhere between 8 hours and 11 hours of talk time, 32 hours of battery life, plus, 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 and a price that is just amazing. Save an extra 15% right now by going to buyraycon.com slash chat. They've got buy now pay options. They've got bundles and they have a 30 day happiness guarantee. Don't be left out in the quiet. Get yourself Raycons. Go to buyraycon.com slash chat right now. Save an extra 15%. This is the Chad Benson show. Running with scissors sounds great compared to this. Say woo! 
We knew the movie Rust would finish filming, in part to honor the work of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Now we have more details about when production will restart. Producers of the film say in a statement that they'll pick back up this spring with new safety officers as a part of the crew and a pledge that no working weapons will be used and there will be no ammunition of any kind on set. Returning director Joel Souza, who was also shot on set by the gun in Alec Baldwin's hand, says it's bittersweet to return, but a privilege to see the film through on Hutchins' behalf. The statement makes no mention of Baldwin, who is facing manslaughter charges. <laughs> like, hey, dude, you want to come back and finish that movie that you killed somebody on? <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Hollywood is talk about whores for money. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Are you going to finish? The- yes, we're going to finish the movie. How many people will see this movie now? Because of this, I don't know, probably a lot, probably a lot. So they're going to finish it because let it, let it never be said that Hollywood will, will let something like this go. They're going to, they finished the, you know, they finished the crow. Now the crow, if you guys don't remember was they finished the twilight zone movie. (laughs) If you guys don't remember that, I mean, those are movies that had, you know, people die on them. Uh, and, and the Twilight Zone movie was just horrific. Ron Steigers got killed. Kids got killed with the chopper because they're like, hey, it's a great idea. Let's do a chopper indoors. This will work well. We'll do a real one. They didn't have CGI. And, you know, so it's, they, of course, they're going to finish the movie. Even though it's a low-budge movie. They're going to finish it. I don't know if he comes back. I doubt it. Speaking of comebacks, guess who's coming back? El Tigre. It was two years ago, February of 2021, when Tiger Woods had to be cut out of the car he was driving after he lost control of the SUV. It flipped outside of L.A. He nearly lost his right leg. He vowed he would play on the PGA Tour again. Now he's teeing it up at the very tournament he was here for two years ago, the Genesis Invitational. Woods telling reporters he's still recovering. The leg is better than it was last year, uh, but it's it's my ankle. Woods hasn't competed in an official PGA Tour event in seven months. Yeah, the British Open was the last thing he competed in. I think uh, he is going to... Somebody asked me yesterday, uh, do you think he'll ever win again? I said, I think there's a possibility. I think the right moment, the right time, as far as... It, it is not it, like he he's going to pick the courses. He's going to play Augusta. He's going to play the majors and the majors are depending on, you know, what kind of walk is it? He still hit the ball 300 plus yards. He still has the tiger game. The game diminishes, though, because of the walk and what damage was done to his leg. But there will, I think, become a moment, whether it is, uh, you know, it's not a horrific walk. It is uh, he, he, he'll, a course that he loves and he's familiar with, that he has that chance where maybe the weather's not great, people aren't going super low, and he's able to battle through it, and he feels good for three of the four days, and he gets it done. I still think he has a chance to win. And he said, I'm only going to play in tournaments if I think I have a chance. So he'll be at Augusta. You know that. He may not play again until Augusta. He may play one more time. He'll probably play in the PGA, probably play in the U.S. Open, and he'll play in in, in the British Open. But outside of that, no, I think he's just going to do what he does. He doesn't need to prove anything. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the things. If you're missing the show, grab the podcast. Appreciate when you do that. Uh, speaking of that, we'll touch on a little bit. It was on yesterday with the Chicks on the Right as well as uh, Three Martini Lunch. I've been doing a lot of broadcasting lately. I need to take a break. Let's do that now. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Remember, you can always text or tweet at us at Chad Benson Show. A lot of people are tweeting, texting, direct messaging me about uh, last hour. If you're missing the show, grab the podcast. We were talking about the kids in San Diego who, uh, uh, the young boys who are, you know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, wandering into their bathroom and going, why is there this? What is this machine? Is this can? No, it's a tampon machine. Because boys can have periods, too, except for no. <laughs> except for no, they can't. They cannot. Just want to point that out. While all that's going on, we've got stuff floating in the sky. Lloyd Austin, Sect F. I'm not aware of any additional objects that have been reported uh, operating in the, in the space in the last 48 hours. How do you know that? Hmm. Hmm. How do you know that nothing's floating around up there? We're going to continue to drill until we until we learn as much as we can about uh, about you know what these objects are and why they were operating in those spaces. Uh, we, we will always err on the side of caution. Oh yeah, yeah, will you? Huh? What do you think's going on up there? Just asking. Like to know, right? I think we all would. Ten days ago. We were led to believe that our skies are clear. And now all of a sudden we've got uh, spy balloons and unidentified objects raining down on us like confetti. Yeah, we just blasted anything up there. <laughs> How many birds have we killed in the last couple of days? Oh, goodness me. That's where we are. That's where we are, people. We don't know what they are. Could they be UFOs? It's possible. They are technically ufos or uaps not to be confused with wap wap uaps unidentified aerial phenomenon because we don't know what they are but as of this moment these things are benign according to our spokesfolk for the government they're, they're benign. They're not doing anything. We blasted them out of the sky. Could have been anything, right? Some kid's high school project. We don't know what they were. Although you've got uh, two of the pilots saying it wasn't balloons. It was something, uh, you know, some sort of octagonal thing that seemed to have no propulsion. But it's going to take days, weeks, potentially, to get to the areas where some of the stuff might have come down. So we'll see what it ends up being, and we'll never know. But you would think for a moment, just for a moment, 
that we're shooting things down out of the sky over North America, United States, and now uh, the you know the the Canadians are are, are having a go at trying to recover some of the stuff because it fell down over their country. You're welcome. You would think, though, that like the president would come out and go, hey, maybe I should address the fact that we're shooting stuff out of the sky. No, 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 no. Are you sure? Well, you know what he is. He is the, uh, well, he's just, he's the greatest. Is it the view of the president's communications team that he is equally adept in all settings in terms of communications, or are there some that played a greater strength some where he probably isn't as strong, etc. I will tell you this. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. The best communicator in the White House, huh? The bridge over the, uh, over the, over the Holly River. Look, and, and Warsaw, or excuse me, Washoe County in Nevada. Yeah, he's just fantastic. <laughs> what was that again? I just, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm trying to figure it all out. I'm trying to put it all together, sir. Explain to me again what's going on. Bridge over the, uh, over the, over the Holly River. Yes. Look. Okay. And, and Warsaw. Yes. Or excuse me, Washoe County in Nevada. Yeah. Okay. How about that? What are we doing over there? We're spending eighty-nine billion dollars to add several lanes. Ooh, okay. Well, that's man. I explained the hell out of that right there. Last week he came out. We're going to support the Ukrainians at all cost. We're behind you guys. Not going to let anything happen. We are here. We are here to support you. To do what we have to do. Absolutely nothing is going to change any of that. And then a week later, he's like, well, by support, again, we're totally on your side. Uh, but we, uh, the money may not be on your side. We are determined to stand with Ukraine's brave defenders for as long as it takes. And we are also determined to protect every inch of NATO territory. That is Lloyd Austin. But saying we're going to stand with you isn't the same as saying we're going to pay with you to stand there and go toe to toe. Ukrainian forces, however, are struggling with a shortage of ammunition. They're pushing the Allies for longer-range weapons and fighter jets. A second day of talks in Brussels today is going to focus on tanks with significant pledges from the U.S. and other Allies. Yeah, Ian Panel there. Uh, and there has to be, you know, because last week it was absolutely, now it's like, well, hold on a second, because there's got to be an off-ramp. And it's not just Putin. We realize now the off-ramp has to come from the likes of of Zelensky and the Ukrainians as well. 20% of your country you've lost, of which a vast majority of that felt they were kind of Russian more than they were kind of Ukrainian. Okay. Can you live with that? At the same time, we don't want these incursions going on all the time. We don't want to have some sort of ceasefire and then go to hell and, you know, overnight and then boom, they're back at it in six months or a year. So there needs to be some sort of deterrent as well when it comes to Russia, which is understandable. You're fighting. It's your country. But at what cost? Not just in human life, but for the rest of the world, are they willing to spend? Let's let's just for a second look at the math. The math is we're spending billions of dollars. We're spending as much money there than the Germans are spending in their entire budget when it comes to military. That's what we're doing.
and we're depleting our own stocks. And it can't go on forever. So the yes, we'll stand with you. It sounds great. And you say that and you get the applause. And then a week later, you come out and go, well, (laughs) you know, when we said that, we were like, yeah, we're totally, it felt good. It's like when somebody invites you to a party and it's two weeks away, it's like, dude, you got to come. You're like, oh, that sounds great. Then the kind of the day shows up and you're like, I don't really want to go to this thing. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I could see that. I could. I could. That's why we're, I think we're trying to push more and more of our NATO allies, in particular the ones who, who could stand to be potentially impacted in more ways because they're right next to Russia and or in close proximity to Russia, that you guys got to come up with some money of your own. Our leaders will agree on a new defense investment pledge to ensure that the alliance has the resources to carry out these new plans. So we'll see. What does that look like? Biden's like, you know, we're not giving you any planes, but just in case, you guys should probably train. <laughs> and where's that fine line? Because the stuff up, you know, up until the tanks, it's been pretty defensive. Now, you can be offensive, right? Hit them on the counter and stuff with that, but it, it's been pretty defensive when you get to the point where the tanks are coming in and a few of these other things and let's not forget that when they talk about tanks well they're going to get the leopards right so they're the jaguars the leopards whatever the poles and, and some of the other people are given when they're going to get those we're giving them abrams but that's going to take that's there that's months away but that becomes more offensive and we're trying to also show them look we want you guys to take this this what's coming you know when you talk to like mike lines and everything they they want them to focus on a few things stop fighting over land that is not needed to win this even though it's your country stop fighting over some of that land focus on the bigger picture which is the spring offensive what's potentially coming being able to neutralize them and go on the offense but also realize your on-ramp is coming up soon so you better figure out how you're going to take it Because this cannot be, this is not a forever thing where we fund you fighting them for the next 50 years, let alone another 52 weeks, because it has been a year as of the 24th. It's been nearly one year since Russia's cruel and unprovoked invasion of Ukraine. One year. And if we give them more stuff, we we need assurances. I'm sure that, look, guys, we want you to take the fight to them. We want you to push them out of your country. We do not want you to go into their country because that opens up a whole new can of worms. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Shows, your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Some fun stuff to get to. Some COVID stuff we'll talk about. It's And the origins of, of how you can start a conspiracy theory are tremendous and how easy it is and how susceptible i think that we are 323-538-2423 that's your text line you can tweet at me as well at chad benson show 
R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad, RoughGreens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. It's the greatest supplement I've ever given my dog. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. While it annoys my family that my dog Doodle is alive and kicking because he never shuts up sometimes when he barks, it's hilarious. He didn't see that well. So everything is a shadow and a monster at times. I come home at night, my wife's like, just pet him so he shuts up. I love the fact that he's still alive. And the minute I sit down, he comes and sits next to me, and it's awesome. I know I don't have long with him. He's on the the he the downhill is picking up speed, but he should have been gone five years ago potentially. But thanks to Rough Greens, he's living a healthier and happier life. Now is your chance to get a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. Don't change anything. Don't buy special food. Sprinkle this on top of your dog's food. Watch what happens. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. What's trending? Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to the Chad Autonomous Zone. Woo! Bipolar. There's a lot of things that I love about Hitler. No. Bipartisan. Don't abandon. Don't censor. Engage. Yes. The Chad Benson Show, where free speech and uncensored thought run wild. That's crazy. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Bring that grass, that plenty for some lesser bags, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending today. Number one trending thing so far today in the United States of America. It makes me proud. I got to be honest, shedding a tear as we speak. Arsenal versus Man United or Man City today. How do you live stream? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Nikki Haley, no more trending thing yesterday. Who's Nikki Haley? What's who's Nikki Haley? She's running for president of the United States of America. Ohio train spill got a little action yesterday. Juju Smith Schuster. Derek Carr, Diane Feinstein, she said she is going to retire. And then she said she wasn't. And then they reminded her that she was. So I think we're in the she is retiring. I think she'll be 90. Plus, I don't know how. I think she she's she's an elderly person. <laughs> she is. Uh there was a lot of issues with Diane Feinstein, and I'm not trying to be mean. But somebody should have took the keys away from her a long time ago. If I get to that point in my life where I'm fortunate enough to live that long, I do not want to be running around the halls of, of you know, our sacred America, uh, American, you know, what is truly our, our, our the capital, the, the play, making laws at that age. And, and no, no. Unless, of course, we've gotten to the point where living to be 150 and being 90 is middle-aged, then that's a different story. But I don't think we're there right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day yesterday, if you guys were. St. Valentine, a lot of stuff. Who's St. Valentine? What's that all about? Told you the story of that. Head on over to Twitter. Uh, Number one trending thing today. 
on Twitter is Wednesday Thought. What's your thought of the day? All kinds of stuff. Tigers trending. Susan B. Anthony. School resource officers. Always a big thing. Should there be school resource officers? Should there not be school resource officers? If you don't know what a school resource officer is, that is an individual who's like a police officer but on school. Uh, Free NFTs. Trending. Nikki Haley. CEO of Twitter. I saw today that uh, Elon Musk came out. It was at the world, you know, like... uh, one world government forum and he's like i don't think this should be a one world government giving a speech <laughs> that's like going to disneyland said i don't think there should be rides at disneyland i don't think this place should exist what uh. 323-538-2423 at chad benson show your twitter your instagram a lot of the other things i see bernie sanders uh, uh wants to uh make uh, teaching uh, $60,000 a year. I don't have a problem with that. And uh, my friends over uh, uh Chicks on the Right, uh, Mock wrote this uh, very interesting piece about the uh, this whole thought. She goes, look, uh, I would actually be down to consider such a proposal, but only if certain conditions are na- uh, applied. Namely, number of school administrators is cut by two-thirds, and that all employees related to diversity, equity, inclusion are immediately fired. Teachers' union must be disbanded completely, and the Department of Education should be eliminated. Do I think some of that goes a little too far? Potentially, yes. But I will say this, and she cites stuff called data in it, and I think I want to get into a little bit more about how much the administrators in have grown inside of schools whether it be at the the public level of you know elementary junior high and high school or throughout the insane growth inside of colleges it's shocking compared to the number of students we need a strong education in this country for our kids but so much of what they teach is BS and has zero to do with anything that's used in real life. It's used in pretend world, which when you have tampons in boys' restrooms at elementary schools, that's pretend land. Talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I always get into it with my uh, my local buddy here that I do my show with locally out here in Phoenix, Gatos. His wife, uh, who I love dearly, great. She's my golf buddy. Uh, she is a uh, she's a former teacher. She retired a couple years ago, and you know he, he took up the mantle for teachers. And uh, it's interesting because uh, I recognize to have a successful society and a successful place to live. Let me tell you what big companies won't do. They're not moving into an area where your education system sucks. Arizona's education system is pretty useless. It is. We're, we're not very good. We're at the bottom of just about 
every metric you can look at. And, 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 and it's tough. It is. It's tough. We don't pay our teachers a ton here. I think you start out at like 35, 40 grand a year. They do work a decent amount of hours. Yes, they have you know several weeks off throughout the year, and they get their summers off. But you know, a lot of times you're not making a ton of money. You're you're, you're working other jobs, so you know, I get that. So Bernie Sanders wants every teacher to have a floor of sixty thousand dollars a year. I'm all for paying teachers. Do I have a problem with that? No. California, they'll laugh at that because their floor is much higher than that. Other places, they would welcome it. But my buddy Mock of uh, Chicks on the Right, Mock and Daisy, she she wrote this very interesting thing about you know, hey, let's if that that sounds great, let's get rid of a lot of this other crap that we don't need. Here's something that I don't think people realize. So they she she put something out uh, in October of 2012. That's ten plus years ago, talking about the unions, Department of Education, right? All the way, you know, anti because like we've got a big fight going on here because one of the models being rolled out across the country for school choice is what took place here in Arizona. So the money follows the kid. And doesn't matter where you go. We spend a ton of money on education, despite what everybody thinks. We spend gobs of cash on education. Administration sa- staffing. So the administration, that mid-level management, grew 702% from 1950 to 2009. What? Yeah. Public schools in general and their overall staffing, she says, and you go look at this. This is nothing new. I mean, it's been out there forever today. College, it's even worse. Uh, their staffing grew at a rate of four times faster to increase in students over the period, meaning for every one student that came in, four people were added on. Actual teachers' numbers increased by 252% compared to 702% by the non-teaching administrators. Oh, my Lord. Kids in public schools, right, since 1970 increased by 8%, while the number of teachers increased by 60%. Administrators, again, by 138%, according to another study. So you've got two studies. Well, the numbers may be off. What's not off is how much is the increase in administrators comparatively to teachers. And, of course, how many, you know, we were joking earlier, and if you miss any of it, you know, they like, you know, schools in California going through their pronoun classes. What exactly does that have to do with coding? Is the world becoming more or less technologically advanced? You're worried about whether or not a kid's going to cheat using chat GPT. And at the same time, you'll spend more time on damn pronoun classes than you will on actually maths, as we would say in England. You know, teaching maths. It is a joke. It really is. Teaching staff had only grown by one and a half times the rate of students. But administration staff is outgrowing all of them at a pace we can. It's nuts. It really is. I got zero problems with paying teachers. And I think a lot of people say, oh, you're a talk show. She's hate. No, 
I hate the unions and the power that they have in certain places that turn schools into uh, this 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 bizarre world of social justice and th- they're learning less. I mean, did you see Baltimore? Was it twenty three schools in Baltimore? Zero is their score on math. Zero. Somebody tell me how that's great. That 65% of our kids are struggling to read in fourth grade. That is absolutely horrible. That's criminal. That is absolutely just mind-boggling. And you'll get the people say, well, it's not fair for us as teachers. It's not fair about this. No, 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 no. Look, I got no problems, but here, this goes back to another thing we talk about, accountability. When it's not your money and you're handing it out, you're really not holding things accountable, and we should. Was it last year that a vast majority of Americans can't read at a 10th grade level? How did you get out of school? When I was a kid growing up, you had to take proficiency classes to get out of school or to go up a grade. We don't even do that anymore. We just pass them on. Somebody's getting passed on to somebody who doesn't know what's going on, and they're getting this kid and go, well, I better pass it on to somebody else. It's not fair to the child, and it's sure in the hell not fair to the parents and the taxpayers and society. Then we had a two-year break or a year-and-a-half break in many blue states across the country and big cities because of COVID, which was nuts. And that isn't going to help at all either. Teaching is important, and I got nothing against teachers. At the same time, the unions are insane. Much of the curriculum and the wackiness that's going on is just crazy. And we need to get a handle on this. And the Department of Education and the unions are playing this game that is not a good game to play with the future of this country based on the insanity that I'm seeing coming out of schools and that I hear from. And I got no problem with the teachers. And by the way, I always separate teachers, too. You've got an older generation of teachers. By that, I mean the Gen Xers and up who are there to teach. You've got a younger group of teachers that are coming out and they're there to be activists. And teaching is just something that happens every once in a while. That's not something I think a lot of people are interested in either. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. The anatomy, I was joking about the anatomy of a uh, uh, conspiracy. They're you're mapping out the brains and they're looking that, you know, people who have like-minded beliefs how in these the neural links and stuff that go through their brains and all the stuff that's happening, it, there are certain trigger words that cause everything to kind of travel the same route. It's a very interesting study. But here's a perfect example. So yesterday... I was I I did the podcast with Chicks on the Right. We were joking around because we were talking about this particular questioning that took place uh, pre the Super Bowl with Demar Hamlin and Michael Strahan about his situation, what took place on the field that night when his heart stopped. How did doctor describe what happened to you? Um.
Um, that's something I want to stay away from. I know from my experience at the NFL, they do more tests than anything. And in the course of you having your physical, did anybody ever come back with any, say you had a heart issue or anything that was abnormal? Uh, honestly, no. Um, I've always been a, a, a healthy, young, fit, energetic, uh, you know, human being, let alone mm -hmm. athlete. Um, so it, it was something that was just, that we're, we're still processing and I'm still talking through with my doctors just to see what everything was. Now, here's the anatomy of how some of this stuff works. You just listen to him pause there. And everybody's like, oh, it's because he got the vaccine. I don't know if he did or didn't get the vaccine. I have no idea. I'm assuming he did. But it went from there of like, don't say anything or be in trouble. How about this? Just throwing this out there. Maybe, just maybe, he wants to play again. Doesn't want to talk about stuff, but he also understands there are legal ramifications that come with some of the stuff that's going on that he might want to CYA himself as the potential of them saying, well, you can't play and it's because of this before. But we don't do that. We run towards automatically the conspiracy because we're always looking for something to blame on something else. But it is a everybody's dying. No, not everybody's dying. No, not saying it hasn't happened. But they make it out to be like everybody's dying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Bulwark Capital. They'll tell you this over and over again. We have our buddy Zach Abraham every single Monday. And what do we talk about? The market. Why? Because it's going all over the place. It is a wild time that is happening in the marketplace. And you need to be prepared for it. How do you protect your wealth? How do you grow your wealth? You get with Bulwark Capital. I send my family. I send my friends. I send everybody I know there. And the reason is simply this. They've got it down. They understand about how you protect yourself in a marketplace that can be all over and is uncertain. How the old things don't work. They're transparent across the board. This is what they do, and they do it better than anybody else. Right now, I want you to check out what they do by going to knowyourriskradio.com. That's knowyourriskradio.com. They have many webinars. You can check it out. Go to Bulwark Capital Management as well. They've got tons of stuff coming up. Take advantage of what they're offering, transparency, protection of your portfolio, upside potential, and they're going to send you out a, a common sense investing guide. Check it out today. Knowyourriskradio.com. Knowyourriskradio.com. Simple and easy. All they're asking for is a moment of your time. Investment advisory services offered through Check Financial LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, C H A D B E N S O N. You'll follow along on the old uh, Twitter and the Instagram. Check out the podcast as well. This is the Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Tribal Free Radio. Information over affirmation. Facts over fiction. It's ridiculous, and I want you to know that. You call it ridiculous, we call it reality. That's a crock. Real over fake. God help us. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The Chad Benson Show. Fighting truth decay the American way. 
Speaking at a union hall in Maryland today, President Biden will focus on domestic manufacturing and creating good-paying jobs. He'll also hit back at Republicans and accuse them of hypocrisy. For pushing an economic agenda, the White House says would increase the national debt by over $3 trillion, with what the White House is calling a, quote, massive giveaway to the super-rich, big corporations, and big pharma. House Republicans say they will not support an increase to the debt limit without negotiations on spending cuts. The president has insisted the debt limit must be raised without conditions, saying the stakes for the U.S. economy are too high. It is pretty amazing that we're talking about, wait, wait, they want to have spending cuts, but that's going to raise the debt. It's going to raise our deficit. I, wait, what? We, let me tell you, the the math that Hollywood does compares, uh, comparative to this, it's, it's, it's night and day. At least Hollywood's transparent about the theft and the wackiness. Government is anything but transparent. I mean, we're seeing that with the damn UFO stuff, for God's sakes. What UFO stuff? Well, it's not a UFO. We don't know what it is. What could it be? We have no idea. Is it Chinese spies? Probably not, but there's a good chance it is. Last week, people were cheering over the fact that we're not going to address the the elephant in the room, the fact that we're going to go broke with Medicare and Medicaid. We're not going to address that. We've got to talk about what? I mean, I can paint the conspiracy game with anything. Isn't it amazing that we're seeing all these balloons that are flying around everywhere and that our government is taking down? Hmm. That is crazy. Right when we were going to cut deficits... Right, we're going to cut spending when it comes to our defense so we can get serious about deficit. Well, well, that's amazing that we're having to be more, more uh, aware of, of the evils that are out there when it comes to all of this other stuff. There's a perfect conspiracy right there. So you think maybe that the industrial complex of the war machine is firing balloons in the air to make everybody know that potentially there is something going on up there to make sure that we have enough money that we continue to spend? Maybe. It's easy to do this. Here's something we do know. By 2035, Medicare and Social Security are going to go broke. That is before 2035 in all likelihood. But if we're just going to play the numbers by 2035, it's all going to go to hell in a handbasket. Oh, oh, oh. But we can't address that. And I keep going back to the word branding. We do not brand it right. We must have serious discussions. Reason Magazine had a great article last week about the cheering of the fact that we're going to go broke because it's the right thing to do. I've seen several articles saying, you know what? Talking about this, right? Policy is the right thing to do. If you want to be elected, you got to say these certain things. That's the politics that you get right. Trump got it right. Because we are never going to touch it. No, and stop saying you're going to touch it. Fixing it is not touching it. We've got an aging population. One in every six individuals in America is over the age of 65. That's only going to become more top-heavy. Harvard professor, who's 37, by the way, of Japanese descent, said the way that China and Japan should fix itself is seppuku, which I find to be a little harsh. <laughs> that is suicide. So dishonored 
uh, samurai back in the day would 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 uh, do seppuku, which is where you stab yourself in the stomach and then drag the knife across your stomach horizontally, therefore destroying all of your organs. And then if you were somewhat honorable and maybe what you did was dishonorable. But you were somewhat honorable still, they would immediately cut your head off. But I want to get away from that portion of it because I think that's a little harsh. But he says basically everybody over 70, if they want to save the young, the best thing for them to do in Japan is to commit suicide because of an aging population. We can't even discuss our aging population and the realities of the fact that we're going bankrupt with all of this stuff in any real way, shape, or form, out of fear of the immediacy of being in trouble with the public who doesn't understand it because nobody wants to explain it to them that there's not going to be any money left. How do you think people are going to feel in a few years when they find out there is no money left and the opportunities to fix it we just didn't want to do? It is insane. Should we commit mass suicide, everybody? Should this do the Logan's Run where everybody commits suicide? Over the age of a certain, you know, like, once you get to 65, you're done. It's nuts, is it? Can't have real conversations at all. Can't have real conversations. And when you do, you get in trouble. There's either a conspiracy or a politics that plays into dealing with real issues. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. That's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. If you miss any of the show, we got a great podcast. It's called the Chad Benson Show Podcast. I'm thinking about doing more with that, uh, something a little bit more freeing, if you will, when it comes to podcasts, and we'll talk about that. Uh, many other things. If you miss any show, grab the podcast. It is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Interesting indeed, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, everybody else out there that has a pronoun that you go by and you don't want to be called ladies and gentlemen. Are we going to get to that point where it's ladies, gentlemen, they, them, Zizer, Zizor, which of course we know is some sort of pill for something. Are we? Can we do no? Can we no longer do ladies and gentlemen jokes anymore? Or just ladies and gentlemen of the crowd? Kids? Can we not call them kids? Underage youth? Is that what we? I don't. I don't even know. But I bring this up because for the first time in the history of United States of America, guess what happened? TV no longer it. First time ever, U.S. adults will spend more time this year watching digital videos on platforms such as Netflix, TikTok, YouTube, than viewing traditional television. That is true. Linear TV, we touched on it last week when they were asking the the muckety-mucks in the world of television, many of them on the other side of their career. They're at the point now where they're doing their own things or they're heading up uh, you know, other projects in the movie world, but they're no longer involved in television. But at one time, they like Barry Diller, they ran everything. Television 
outside of sports and some live events is dead. It is. It is. I mean, the reality is many of you listening to me now might be listening to me on a podcast. This Things have changed tremendously. And watching the generation try to figure out how to work within the model that is out there and to still think they're relevant is hilarious. You're not. You're not. It's just teens' preference for social media and streaming video over TV cannot be. This isn't coming back. Now, the other night, though, I will say this. The power of television is still massive. When done right. Sports is one of those things we've talked about. 113 million people in the United States of America watched that game the other night. Everybody shared the moment of what was going on in the game. Netflix and YouTube are neck and neck when it comes to digital video. U.S. adults are tuning in for about 33 minutes a day on average for each platform. And outside of that, you know, for me, it's like I watched yesterday. I watched uh, some of the Champions League soccer. Tigers back tomorrow. I might watch a little golf. Sports, right? Sports. Uh, we've got shows that we watch that we stream. That my wife and I and the kids we're watching Blacklist now. If you've never seen Blacklist, like it, James Spader. It's been around for a while, but I think it's on its tenth season. I think it's the final season here. But but it, it, we 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 stream stuff. But even then, you know, it's like uh, my 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 stepdaughter who loves Blacklist. She's twelve. She watches it. But she'll be still streaming like some TikTok every now and then. It's th- Life has changed. And how do you change with it? We go back to like chat GPT and watching places scramble around and try to figure out how to integrate these things into their lives when it comes to their businesses is hilarious. Because, you know, and, and my business in, in many ways, as much as I love radio and you know, radio isn't going anywhere, but podcasting, the spoken word is growing. And, uh, you know, it, it's just it's amazing to watch. And television has changed and the TV networks are not changing with it. And they're holding on for dear life. And it is. It's going to be an issue going forward. That's why sports is the battlefield for which all of these companies now are laying all of their money. And, and look, go look at the, and I find this to be, you know, so like where we are when it comes to even movies. Go look at all the things that the movie theaters are trying to get you to do to come back to the theater. But you've gotten used to, because of COVID, being at home and watching stuff. And you know there are movies that are meant for movie theaters that make the experience good. But here's the other thing, and it's the same thing that goes on with sports in some occasions, is the at-home experience isn't a 12-inch TV anymore, isn't a 24-inch TV. 
you can go to Walmart or somewhere else and get a 65-inch television for virtually nothing with surround sound, and it makes the at-home experience awesome. Now, some stuff may obviously still be better for the theaters, but it's not such a it's not such a fall off from going to the theater to your at home experience anymore. But I just find this interesting because there are so many people out there that are going to just 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 knowing that streaming is kicking your butt. And you got what do you do if you're if you're somebody who's worked in Hollywood their whole life? What do you do? If you're looking at this, for me, I mean, do you do you start a, a a streaming channel that is, you know, or a television channel that's just all wacky videos? Or I mean, I, I don't know what you do. That's that's something you got to decide what you can get away with. How does this even work? But you're trying to be the hippest guy in the room now when you've been passed by. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter tweet at us, text the program. I just found that so interesting that, you know, I think it deserved to talk because that's kind of where we are in this world now. We're kind of in a position where everything has changed. When something happens now, you don't run to your television to find out. You go to your Twitter. You go to your Instagram because you want to find out what happened. And that's the way that you're going to consume it best. And you're going to see things that the television people didn't catch because somebody else was on the ground. Somebody else was there. The only thing that's different is sports. And that's why sports is the place where it's, you know, and that's why I look at ESPN and say, how could you guys fail? Oh, because you went woke. Because you went so woke at times that it's ridiculous and you water down the product. And at the same time too, there's only so much you can do because there's only so much live sporting events that go on, but you should still dominate everything. But think about this next year, YouTube and Amazon will be showing football games. So Amazon prime did Thursday night football last uh, last year. They'll do it again. And YouTube will have the Sunday ticket. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Uh, a nightmare in Europe is what's going on in Ukraine. And uh, yesterday I filled in for Greg Columbus to do a three martini lunch with uh, Jim Garrity of uh, the National Review. And we were, we were, and he does a lot of stuff for the Washington Post and stuff. And one of the things we talked about is a week before you had Biden come out. And, you know, talk about, look, uh, we're with you till the end, Ukraine. All right. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing any. We're not leaving you. We're here. We are here till the end. And by that, we mean maybe not the end end. Because the reality is, is we're essentially saying, give you guys a lot of money. And it's the thing I've talked about for a while. And that thing that I've talked about for a while is at some point, there's a, hey, this isn't going to go on forever, guys, right? You guys do realize that, that our checkbook, while it is vast and for many people in government think it's unlimited, the reality is, is maybe some of that is true, but it's not unlimited for you. 
And as it gets ready, you know, it's weird. We're in this position where we want to see the Ukrainians take real hold of something and and do some stuff that's serious in the damage they can do to push the Russians back. We also don't want them to get so offensive as to have it spill over potentially into Russia, which would cause more hell and havoc. President Putin's war or aggression in Ukraine is the biggest security crisis in Europe since the Second World War. Jens Stoltenberg there, the native of NATO. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. There's no doubt that it's the biggest issue since World War II. But it's really weird because within a week we were like, hey, remember when we said last week we would do anything for you guys? We mean like, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll do anything for you except for that. We're not going to do that. I'd do anything for love, but I won't do that. I would do anything to help you guys. You, I've got your back, except for that. And the Washington Post yesterday, you know, I was talking with Jim Garrity about it. Uh, he's an amazing writer, and 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 he just it. Check out the three martini launch again. I'm hosting it again today. But the interesting thing about that was. In the Washington Post, essentially what they're saying is we've we're always behind you, but at some point it ends when it comes to the financial side of being behind you. And I don't know what that's coming from. Is that coming from the worry of the Republicans pulling out? Is it coming from I, I don't know what it's coming from. And and the fear again is is where where do we draw that line? Because we heard was it the other day and we talked a bit about it that you had some people in Israel that said, "Hey, you guys blew up the peace opportunity that was in front of it." The Americans did when there was some sort of peace deal on it, and and you know America in theory stepped into it. Now, how real is that? Again, what's the first casualty of war? It's truth, but. There is there's some worry out there that, you know, it's like we got uh, not so much over our skis, but we got 10 things we're trying to do when the reality of the accomplishment should be make sure the Ukrainians drive them out of, uh, you know, the Russians back to Russia. And that 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 should be the end all to be all. And then to get a peace agreement or, you know, understand we talked to Mike Lyons, we might get him in tomorrow and talk about, you know, this entire peace agreement. How close are we to actually getting something done? Is this one more push from both sides? And then it's like, once that's done, everybody's going to divvy up, see what they have left, and we're going to move on. We'll find out. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things you want to sleep better at night. I know I do. Last night, I will tell you guys, so I got my new my pillow. It's a my pillow 2.0. I got five hours and nine minutes of sleep, which for me is amazing. Night four last, I had three hours and fifteen minutes, which is kind of near my average at times here and there. But I made it a, a promise to myself to sleep better this year in my pillow 2.0, which is the new improved my pillow. You're going to get a two-for-one deal. You buy one, you get one free. It's got new cooling thread, a special technology where you're going to sleep in a, a smoother, more comfortable, and cooler pillow. It is awesome. And right now, you buy one pillow, you get another pillow absolutely free. 
How do you get it? You go to MyPillow.com. Up in the uh, right-hand corner there, there's a radio listener special. You just type in code Benson, and you'll be able to take advantage of buying one of these pillows with the amazing patented fill, all of the stuff that comes with MyPillow. And on the other side of it, they've added something to it, which is this new thread, this new technology. So you'll sleep cooler, more comfortable on a softer, better pillow. Go to MyPillow.com. Get the MyPillow 2.0. You buy one, you get one free. MyPillow.com. Use that promo code Benson. MyPillow.com. Promo code Benson. It's the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Erin Brockovich, who fought for clean water in her California town, is demanding the government do more for residents. They were told it was safe to go back. They've been drinking the water. Now they're told you can't drink the water. The governor says he was told the train was not considered a highly hazardous material train. This is absurd. So the railroad was not required to notify state officials about what the train was carrying. If you're not paying attention to this, and a lot of you aren't, uh, vinyl chloride is one of the things on there. One person said, we basically nuked a town. More and more chemicals are being discovered, and it is just bizarre. Plumes of smoke, smoldering uh, ashes, chemicals still just permeating everywhere, and Eric Brockovich has showed up. You're in a lot of trouble. Because, uh, no, not Julia Robert. Aaron Brockovich has showed up. But it is, it is, it's incredible. Like how nasty this is. So this happened February 3rd. Pete Buttigieg has been awfully silent about it. <laughs> I think he's now speaking about it. He is not. Has there been one person who became transportation secretary who has seen more damage done to his future presidency than Pete Buttigieg, the nightmare of the, you know, the planes and the delays, the slow, slow, absolutely ridiculously slow way that they're rolling out the infrastructure, his bizarre, you know, lurching even weirder to the left when it talks about, uh, you know, social justice and wackiness. I mean, listen to this. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a, a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color that finally sees the project come to them. But everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing doing the good paying jobs don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. You can build community wealth that will help close wealth gaps in this country if we can tear down those barriers. But that happens at the delivery level. Yeah, that sounds great. Hey, what about the giant, huge plumes of smoke that are killing the fish and poisoning the water, and we're sending people back there, all because the train derailed, which I'm sure you'll find out a way to blame it on Trump uh, uh, in some way, shape, or form. When he's dead, he'll get blamed for stuff. And as you guys know, I'm no Trump uh, sycophant. Nor will I ever be a Trump sycophant, but I'm just pointing out the fact that here we are. You're talking about social justice and and, and jobs and construction. I don't know where you live, but where I live, you better speak Spanish. (laughs) I'm just saying. How dare you say something like that that might have truth in it, you jerk. You're talking about that. Nary a word, realistically. 
about this whole thing. I think it really wasn't until yesterday somewhat addressed it, and then we'll get on to the plain side of things, because my God, how many close calls have we had, including what took place over Hawaii? We'll talk about that in a little bit, and of course, it's Wednesday. we got to get woke. We'll leave that out there, will we? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. More about this, and of course, your wokeness straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's Wednesday. I promise you we'll get a little woke in just a little bit. But uh, we were talking about, you know, the the nightmare of what's going on in Ohio. And if you guys are not familiar with East Palestine, Ohio, there was a train derailment. Like a train derailment. You're like, well, okay, what happened? It's one of those kind of train derailments that, as I pointed out earlier, uh, unlike our transportation secretary, that it looked like somebody nuked the town now they're sending people back there they're not comfortable with going back there is the water contaminated Aaron Brockovich is showing up it is getting ugly a train derailed Ashley McCollum who shot video of the February 3rd accident says she's afraid to move back home I've went in to try to air out Um, I'm afraid to remove anything just because I don't know cross-contamination what chemicals are actually in there she was one of the nearly 5,000 residents evacuated in the immediate aftermath and during the controlled explosion that followed. The Norfolk Southern train was carrying hazardous materials, including vinyl chloride, a known carcinogen. Yeah, it is ugly. It is nasty. And it's getting nastier because they're finding out there was more things on there. But I said, we're so concerned with, in, you know, just the wokeness. And we went back to, you know, Mayor Pete in this. We have heard way too many stories from generations past of infrastructure where you got a, a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color that finally sees the project come to them. But everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, uh, you know, doing doing the good paying jobs don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. And, and I'm sitting there like, that's what you're worried about. Not that we can't talk about that. Not that that can't be discussed. Not that it shouldn't be discussed. But there's a time and a place. You're the Secretary of Transportation. So trains fall under your purview. There is a nightmare going on in East Palestine. And, and we've said it. We'll continue to say it. More and more people are saying it looks like this place was nuked. You've got the Ohio River there. Is it 30% of the country? get some form of of water or 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 something that that is 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 caused that that we get not us because i'm out here in the west and we have the colorado river which we can't use out here in arizona anymore but they get some form of drinking water uh you know fish all kinds of stuff that come from there fish are dying animals are dying you're concerned about that that's more of a concern how about this and and i say this because as everybody starts to jockey for position the who's going to be pre- I'm over here. I'm jockeying for position. Who's going to be president? Who's going to be president? He is. The thought was, OK, he went from being Mayor Pete to now he's the, the you know, here's Pete Buttigieg. He's transportation secretary and nightmares are happening in our transportation world. And 
You're more concerned about is this racist over here, the freeway and the way it was built? It's, this is where your concern is, and this is why who would have thought a transportation secretary would be in a position where you're looking around asking questions about, did this guy ruin his career in what was should have been a great job because you're going to get handed tons and tons of money for infrastructure, and you seem to be more concerned about addressing what color somebody's skin is on a construction site rather than tragic situations happening based on infrastructure and transportation. The United 777 taking off from Maui in stormy weather back in December. But then, while over the ocean, as it reaches 2,200 feet, it suddenly plummets to just 775 feet in less than 20 seconds. The aircraft, able to recover and regain altitude, continuing its flight to San Francisco. United tells us the pilots voluntarily reported the incident and that United then closely coordinated with the FAA and ALPA on an investigation that ultimately resulted in the pilots receiving additional training. Yeah. And, you know, these things are just starting to come out. And you're like, what? once again, like with the balloon, why are we learning now just about some of these things? It was some of the people are now speaking about what took place that day and the fear they had. I think we just kind of chalked it up to this is like the worst turbulence that we've ever felt. Yeah, because they were sitting there going, wow, the uh, the the earth, the, the water is approaching us rather fast. We did not realize until we saw the articles over the weekend how close the aircraft had actually come to the water. But think about this. This was in December, and now they're finding out about a lot of this. Our transportation secretary has some splaining to do, and he's not doing a good job. But the good news is he's worried about the color of the skin on people's job sites. And that really does matter. Hey, it's Wednesday, everybody. On Wednesday, we like to get woke. Uh, we want to wake you up to the injustices in and around the globe, the world, and and stuff that is coming to a workplace near you. Yes, kids, it's Woke Wednesday. It's that time of the week where we get you woke. Drag queens, not only are they not hurting our kids, drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun. Just my gender is a complete nightmare. You know, trans women can breastfeed, and this is great news. No, 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 no. There's something I need to tell you. The princess who came to your ball tonight was me. I'm Gonzarella. That's the one where Harry waves the magic wand and turns everybody back to their select gender. In this day and age, you can't speculate about someone's sexuality unless they're famous or peppermint patty. It's time for Woke Wednesday. Ah, where do we start? Let's start with pronouns. This girl's very upset about the way that pronouns are being discussed in her world. And why shouldn't she be? Because she's wearing a damn pen. Annoyed about this than I should be, but it feels like extra disrespectful to misgender somebody when they have a pronoun pin on. Like, you know, I know I'm femme presenting, I know I look like a girl, but it's right here. It's like I have a they, them, their pronoun pin right here, and people still call me a girl. People are still using she, her, and it's like, guys, come on. I'm, I'm not asking for much here. I'm literally just asking for people to use my pronouns. That's all. Come on, do better. Be respectful. It's not hard to be respectful of people's pronouns. Can we try harder, please? You know, all I'm trying to say here is just it be respectful of people. It feels really <laughs> to have something so clearly dictate what my pronouns are and people still misgender me. It's not hard to be respectful of people's pronouns. It's really not. Uh, first of all, what I found enjoyable is the fact that you're upset because people are dictating to you 
things that you feel uncomfortable, yet you want to dictate to everybody else how they should speak to you and address you. I would just address you by your name. What if you were turned around and I didn't see your they, them pronouns? Which is, here's the thing, too. This is the other thing. This is a, it, it, this is a group of people, young people in particular, who are having serious problems right now. Like, we, we talked yesterday about the horrific number of young people, in particular young girls, who are struggling with anxiety and so many different things. They're grasping at something. And I you could look at a lot of things and and you know, parenting and some of that stuff, you know, that is and I blame my generation as much as I blame the boomers. Right? Because my generation is that, you know, we were 70s, latchkey kids kind of generation that apparently has become helicopter parents. And we're going to get more into that in a little bit about driving and the insanity that's going on with driving or the lack of driving amongst the youths of America. But I, I'm sitting there and thinking to myself, she doesn't even, she's not, she wants to be special and different. And having a pronoun pen that says they, them gives her something. She's not. Uh, it, it just you're not even trying to look like somebody you, you, you present as a girl. So if you were turned around and I said, ma'am, because I heard you talk. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, uh, they, them. First of all, say they, them. Everybody in the damn coffee shops going to turn around because everybody's got a pronoun pen on. But you're you're reaching for something. You're looking for an identity. You're looking for a reason to be special and different because you're not comfortable with who you are. And it's just it's hilarious. So you're going to dictate to everybody else how you want to be talked to. So if I would have called you Liz or whatever your name was on your that's not right. I have to refer to you as they them or else the alphabet army's coming for me. And we move from one alphabet army to maybe the most hilarious of all. And I look, I've said it over and over again. I don't care what you identify as. I don't care about how you want to live your life. If you're not harming anybody, even though I may sit there and think it's silly uh, and it's ridiculous, which in many cases we all know it is. This goes back to you're reaching for something. You have, I think, some problems potentially in the psychological uh, world that uh, that isn't going to be dealt with. But this is spectacular ladies and gentlemen they thems boys and girls friends of all ages and the people that used to be men but are now women how's that period okay sweetie so apparently you're not wanting to understand or listen so hi i'm mama rose hi mama rose i am a transgendered woman or a dude whose outer shell kind of looks like a woman. I go by she, her, they, them pronouns. Okay, so that's that's important. So everybody writing that down. She, her, they, them pronouns. And I can tell you right now, okay. my period I experience every month is very real. No. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not real. It's not because you can't have a period. You, you you can't have a period is why is what we're saying. Okay. It's not a phantom thing. <laughs> like my grandma uh, through, she had diabetes, uh, juvenile diabetes. My grandma was like uber fit 
and she she was a brittle diabetic. They could never fix, you know, she only lived to be like 67. Uh, They could never fix what was wrong with her with her diabetes. But she had it from the time she was a young child and she eventually ended up losing her leg and, you know, phantom pains. She had phantom pains. You don't have phantom periods. (laughs) okay? very valid and very painful. But you know what? You go ahead and keep invalidating trans women. You go ahead and keep telling them that their experience is not real. Uh, nobody's invalidating you. You're doing that because you're, you're upset about this because you know it's insane to even talk about. Right? You, you, you know it's just crazy. You, you're sitting there upset because people are pointing out that there's no way that you have phantom pains for your pretend period it's it's just not happening like if you were talking to the wall and it was talking back to you would be that that is about as real as what your pretend oh no it's totally real chad i'm having period pains now, what if I, I have, guys, I can't go to work today. I have period pains. You're a dude. No, no. You're invalidating my my period pains. Come on. You go ahead and keep telling them that. Okay, because if that makes you feel like a real woman, if that makes you feel so big and important, sweetie, then you go do it. And this is all happening because a woman's like, period, huh? Really? Kind of question mark. Right back at her on Twitter. Whatever helps you sleep at night, boo-boo. But I'm here to tell you the real facts. Trans women experience menstrual cycles. Not all of us. Oh, no, not all of us. No. Some of us are lucky and don't have to go through it. (laughs) Can't even listen to you anymore. That's the world that we live in now. Seems sane and normal, right? Yeah, no. 323-538-538. 2423. I am bloated and I probably should go to the bathroom and use my man packs. <laughs> 323 538 2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Rough Greens, R U F F Greens.com slash Chad. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369, all this incredible stuff that is the best supplement goes on top of your dog's food. That's simple. And it's your dog's food. Whatever you're feeding your dog. Rough Greens doesn't want you to change it. They want you just to do the same thing, but put this on top of it. That's it. And that's all I did for my older dog, Doodle. And his life is so much better. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. That's what we sprinkle on top of his food. This incredible little powder that has extended his life. Just tremendous amount of energy and and just he is just a much different dog and it has extended his life a few years. It's given him a tremendous amount of good life too, not just surviving. Try this for your dog. You will not be disappointed. We've been giving it to our dog for several years, and we're going to continue to do it with our younger dogs. Try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. 
where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. It was two years ago, February of 2021, when Tiger Woods had to be cut out of the car he was driving after he lost control of the SUV It flipped outside of L.A. He nearly lost his right leg. He vowed he would play on the PGA Tour again. Now he's teeing it up at the very tournament he was here for two years ago, the Genesis Invitational. Woods telling reporters he's still recovering. The leg is better than it was last year, uh, but it's it's my ankle. Woods hasn't competed in an official PGA Tour event in seven months. Yeah, the last tour event uh, was the British Open, and he is going to tee it up. This is actually his event. And uh, so he's like kind of the host. So it's it's it's, you know, it, 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 it figures that he would come back here. And he said this week, look, I'm not playing unless I think I can win. And uh, somebody asked me the other day, do you think he'll ever win a tournament again? Yeah, I think there's a chance he 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 could have a lightning strike moment in a tournament uh, catching Jack uh, as far as the majors goes, That's that's out of the question. But could he have a lightning strike moment in a tournament where over where his body feels great for four days or at least three days and he pushes through into a situation where the scoring is low and he it's not a tough walk, which is also a big thing. Uh, yeah, I think there's there's always a chance. And, you know, and that's this guy's rewritten history a, a thousand times. And would I be surprised? If he won another tournament, I would not be surprised. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. For those of you guys who don't know, the biggest sporting event in the world, while for us what took place last weekend was it, 113 million people turned in to watch that game. The The biggest sporting event on the planet is the World Cup. We host the next World Cup. And there was a big debate for a while of whether or not the host nations, which normally what happens is you host the, the tournament, you get in. That's that's part of the fun of hosting the tournament. Well, the difference is the next World Cup is going to be split into threes. The United States will host the bulk of it. Mexico will host some and Canada is going to host some. So they decided yesterday, thank God, all three teams will be getting a free pass into the next World Cup. Because could you imagine if they said, yeah, you know what? <laughs> We're going to make you guys try to play to get into the tournament. And you're like, uh, and one of these teams, which is a possibility. I mean, Canada just got in. It's the first time I think they were in since, what, 86? Mexico's been in uh, every year. And outside of the, the World Cup before this, we're in uh, as well since 1990. We've been in. Uh, and could you imagine, though, if one or two of these teams didn't make the World Cup. So we're hosting it, but we don't get a play in it. 323-538-2423. Fun show today. As always, we got woke. You guys have a blessed rest of your day. And I'm going to say it this time. I see Thursday because I'm off Friday. Night-night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.